Well, well, well. Beautiful people. Best damn nation. Welcome to the show. My name is Brian Renegade. And with me, I have the best damn crew. First of all, let me give this man some credit where credit is due. Uh, we call him Mr. Boots the Asses. He does everything. He is everything. He's your mama's favorite wrestler. And he can whoop your daddy ass, Mr. Everything, <laughs> Victor Andrews. Nah, I'm going to tell you this. If they come looking for me, I'm going to send them to your address. Okay? <laughs> I ain't got enough people trying to fight me all the daggone time. And you telling them I can kick their daddies behind. Listen, I'm right now. <laughs> hey, I'm a pre- I'm a pretty big dude myself, man. I can handle <laughs> I can I can handle it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got so a little little something for them. Got something that hold them, huh? Got something that hold them. Yeah, put the Holy Ghost in you. Uh, and we have Senor Fuego himself. Some call him the pastry pimp. He was at the, the Super Bowl, chefing and protecting, doing all kinds of stuff. Your resident private chef. Chef. Showtime. What's that? Oh, good. Oh, man. Let me go around the room real quick, man. Uh, whoa, whoa. Hold on. You move a little too fast there, brother. Hold on. Hold on. You know how it goes now. And then, ladies and gentlemen, we have Mr. Big Face himself, our chief executive, our mm-hmm. captain oh, of the ship, our COO, Mr. Renegade himself, president of the counter for dear sir, Brian Renegade, ladies and gentlemen. Damn right, I'll take it. <laughs> clap, <laughs> clap, claps and tap taps all around, beautiful people. <laughs> clap, claps and tap taps. Oh man, uh, we are the best damn wrestling crew. As I always say, you can be anywhere in the world, but you ain't, you right here watching your boys, and we appreciate that, man. Uh, for everybody that's watching us on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and Twitch, we appreciate you. For everyone in Radio Land, on Amazon Music, Pandora, Spotify, iHeart Music, Google Podcast, wherever you get your podcast, you can watch the best damn wrestling podcast each and every Wednesday. We're in our second season, episode seven. Uh, this is awesome, man. We've been... Uh, on a roll lately, and we got a lot of things planned for the wrestling fans, the entertainment fans, all alike. Chef Showtime, man, tell us about your Super Bowl experience, my brother. Man, it was awesome and loud. Like, I hated it because they told us we can't take our phones with us, so we had to lock them in the locker so we couldn't take pictures. It was crazy. 
Oh man. Hey, listen, I almost lost my mind when Rihanna got up on stage, boy. She was on on the list. You know what I'm saying? I was with her. <laughs> Trick better have my money. <laughs> oh yeah. Mr. Everything, man, what's been popping with you, my brother? Man, nothing much. Uh, good people. I don't know if you guys saw it, but the movie came out early. So it's on Tubi right now. It's called A Brother's Turmoil. So make sure after the podcast, don't watch it right now. Watch it after the best damn podcast. And go and check me out on Tubi, A Brother's Turmoil. Oh, man. Can't wait to check that out. I've been looking forward to watching that uh, and seeing some of your acting chops, you know what I mean? So you get it in and, and on the silver screen. So uh, if you guys haven't already checked it out since it just came out, brand spanking, brand spanking, fresh out the rapper, uh, go check out a brother's Tormo on Tubi and check out your boy, Mr. Everything, while he do his thing. Listen, man, uh, it's been a lot going on in the wrestling world. Brothers, let's go ahead and get in to it. Let's start with uh, SmackDown, man. It was a it was a couple of things that went on in SmackDown, but it was it was the storyline of the bloodline that always kind of takes precedence over what's going on. Uh, on SmackDown, you had the Usos. Versus Braun Strowman and Ricochet. We have been anticipating this match. We thought it was going to be a really good match. I think that Braun Strowman and Ricochet make a great team. And we had a little distinction, but uh, a little, a little, what do you call it? Uh, a little barrier, a little distance in the Bloodline family and the Uso brothers. Jimmy didn't know if Jay Uso was going to come through for him in this match. Uh, the announcer announced that Jay was going to be fighting the match by himself against Braun Strowman and Ricochet, which is a task in itself. But Jimmy was like, no, my brother, I know my brother. My brother is going to be there. While it looked like he was about to face uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet by himself, Jay Uso comes down the aisles. Uh, it, it was a good, good feel moment. You know what I'm saying? It was a, it was a good brotherly moment. Like, hey, man, my brother came through for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they successfully defended the SmackDown titles. It was a great match altogether. Mr. Everything, I want you to tell me a little bit about uh, this match, man, and what you think about the Usos versus Braun Strowman versus Ricochet. Uh, it was definitely an amazing match. Definitely a uh, match of the week. <clears throat> um, the main thing that we want to take away from this is the story behind Jay Uso. The fact that he came through the crowd as if he was part of the Shield. Did you guys catch that? It, that that's a big statement right there. He could have came through. He could have came from the back. Through gorilla, but no, he decided to come through the aisles as if like what Roman Reigns would do. So that's a that's a big statement all in itself. Uh, and of course, yeah, yeah, the match was definitely amazing. Uh, these guys were not there. It was definitely a clash of styles, but it made it work so well. And the finish was 
done to perfection. Um, to see Braun uh, derail on that big old monster train and for them to hit that finish the way they did on Ricochet was amazing. It was picture perfect. Uh, no flaws done in that situation. So, yeah, definitely. I, I definitely love that match. Listen, man, that finish was amazing. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out the, the finish of that match, man, Ricochet got on the top ropes. He did an amazing, uh, what was it? Uh, shooting star press. Shooting star press. Shooting star press from the top rope. Hit perfectly. His body flipped over to the other side. Jay Uso was on the other side of the ring, jumped off, and perfectly hit the Uso splash as soon as his body got settled. It was a beautiful transition, beautiful move. I thought that was a great finish. Um, it's been a, a while since I got excited by a finish like that, man. But that finish was absolutely amazing, man. Uh, Chef Showtime, what did you think about the Usos versus your boy Braun Strowman and Ricochet? Oh, I loved it. It was an awesome match. You know, you know, I wanted to see Braun Strowman and, you know, Ricochet win, but you have to give it to the Usos, you know. Jay came in, saved his brother last minute. I loved it. That was one of the one of the best matches of the night. Yeah, that was that was a, a great night and great moment for the Usos, man. Uh, but after the match, I think that's that's where things get a little foggy and the storyline gets a little juicier because Jimmy and Jay were walking out. Uh, Jay, excuse, um, excuse me, Jimmy was like, hey, Jay, what's up, man? You in or out? Jay was like, man, you know what, man? I don't know. I don't know if I'm in or out. He was asking him if he was in or out of the bloodline, the faction, the group that they had built for over three years. This is a three-year-old storyline that they have going on. And he asked his brother, are you in or are you out of the bloodline? Man, I don't know. And he walks off. The wise man, Paul Heyman, was creeping behind the pillow. <laughs> looking all creepy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and he, he walked up to Jimmy and said, hey, what did your brother say? Oh, he ain't say nothing. Okay. Later on that night, he bumped into Sami Zayn on his way out. You know, Sami Zayn still got beef with the bloodline. Sami was like, look, man, in a nutshell, I acknowledge you. <laughs> Jay Uso, I'm going to find a way to dethrone Roman. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but I'm going to find a way. They bumped fists. Later on, Paul Heyman went to Jimmy and said, hey, you guys... Stay home next weekend. I mean, next week. Because you, sometimes you see things on TV that you don't see in person. And I think that Roman Reigns is going to make a statement this Friday. I'm excited to see it. Like I said before, this is the greatest storyline that we have seen in a long time. Me personally, this is a, this is a great storyline. There's some other storylines that run, run neck and neck. Uh, depending on what era you come from, right? Whatever wrestling you come from. But generally, in this era, there's no greater storyline than the bloodline. So this is all kind of leading up to Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber. Mm -hmm. I know we talked about this match uh, last week, fellas. 
who do you want to see come out with the win in Elimination Chamber? Do you think Sami Zayn can actually pull off a win? Or do you think that your tribal chief, Roman Reigns, will keep the belt all the way to WrestleMania? Let me go Chef Showtime. You're on me, Chef. I see lip flashes, <laughs> but I don't hear nothing. I'm on mute. <laughs> I have a feeling that Roman's going to keep it till WrestleMania. Because Tony Spike Cody. Because that's what's going to happen. Because it's something's going to, uh, Jimmy's going, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, he keep it to WrestleMania because Jimmy and Jay's not going to be up there for the next chamber. Yeah. Mr. Everything, how do you see this playing out? Do you think that Sami Zayn took a lot of win against your tribal chief? As bad as I want to see Sami Zayn win, as bad as he does need this win, and as good as a story it makes it to be, I don't see him coming out with the win. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Jay Uso was the very first person to give Roman Reigns his very first loss in the WWE. There was a video way back when he was still part of the Shield and it was a tag match and Jay Uso was the one to do the Uso splash on Roman Reigns and give him his very first loss in WWE mm. everything they have been doing leading up to now has been a flashback to things that, that has been like Sami Zayn and the Usos tagging together in NST uh, him always being Uso always being part of the bloodline and now you have, um, and you also have uh, Roman Reigns and Main Event J. You know all the things they went through as far as you know the battles, the fights, leading up to becoming right, part of the bloodline and, and acknowledging Roman Reigns as a tribal chief, and all those things that happened with that. And Jimmy coming along, coming back from his injury or whatever he's had going on, and not really wanting to be a part of it, and trying to bring his brother away from it, and then finally saying, you know what? I'm with it. I acknowledge you. Now I feel as though Jay is going to be that one to finally give Roman Reigns his loss again, which culminates this the story from six, seven years ago for when he first gave him his first loss. And this is going to send Roman Reigns on out the door. Have a nice day. Enjoy vacation, family time. Do some movies, whatever you want to do. But Main Event J has been Main Event J for years. This is now his uh, reaching the peak to be able to to live that name finally. So sorry, Zane. Sorry, Sammy. I would love for you to have it. It makes perfect sense. But I feel like it's going to be J, and that's why Sammy Zane acknowledged J Uso as the tribal chief. Man, I'm I'm so excited about this, and I'm gonna go into uh, another possibility on Raw, but I'm gonna go ahead and finish up with with SmackDown real quick because we saw an Intercontinental Championship uh, number one contenders match um, between Rey Mysterio, Madcap Moss, and Santos Escobar. Oh, and also your boy Karrion Cross. 
I thought the match was really good. Your boy Madcap Moss ended up pulling off the win. And uh, at first, you know, Madcap Moss, when he first started out, he had a lot of momentum, man. He won the Andre the Giant uh, Memorial and uh, the competition, uh, the Andre the Giant competition. And, you know, he won some other things, man, some really big matches. Uh, he was facing off against Drew McIntyre. He had a little steam, and then he kind of fizzled out. Now he's with Emma, who's his real-life girlfriend, on uh, on screen, and now he's picking up, man. He just picked up this this new win, so hopefully we have some good things coming uh, from your boy Mad Cat Moss. But I want to I want to just talk about one thing real quick. I recently saw that Kevin Cross was not too happy about uh, some of his booking as of late. Uh, have you seen anything about that, Mister Everything? No, I haven't actually. Okay, uh, it was something that I read. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> But uh, he was talking about uh, he's he's not too uh, happy about some of the opportunities that he's that he's gotten. I think he wants to be looked at as a main event player. Um, I'm still I'm still it's still kind of cringy for me to watch Kenny Cross. I think he should go back bald. I don't know, maybe the bald look made him look tougher. <laughs> uh, you know, he's still try, he's still warming up on people, man. And uh, you know, as far as a, a star, I think that. If, if curated right, as far as his character con- is concerned, he can be uh, somebody to watch. But right now, he, he just don't do it for me, man. Uh, Santos Escobar, I'm loving what he's doing in the ring. I love his whole presentation. And, of course, Ray Mysterio is Ray Mysterio. Uh, speaking of Ray Mysterio, your boy Dominic yet again interrupts another family function. Uh, Ray Mysterio and his wife. Uh, we're together on Valentine's Day, and there was a whole segment where uh, Dominic and Rhea Ripley came in and interrupted the whole damn thing. Go ahead, Mr. Everything. Uh, I actually did find, we'll go back to Karen Cross real quick and we talk about uh, Domin, Domin Nobody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Karen Cross did release a statement and said, This is probably unhealthy. And I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it. I actually get really pissed because it's not enough. Uh, I haven't reached my full potential yet, and people haven't seen me, seen my best work. Uh, I know what I can do, and at this level, you need to be afforded certain types of opportunities, which is difficult with a big roster and only two hours of the program. And I know that once I'm afforded that particular shot, because I'm afford, I've been afforded a lot. Let's not get it twisted. Once I'm afforded that particular shot uh, to demonstrate what I can really do, what I've done where people on a major scale haven't seen, um, people are going to be blown away. I'm going to fight for that every single week to get closer and closer to that shot. And I'm being straight with you. I'm being very real. So I, I can I can understand that and I can definitely see it. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, he, he has came in. As a main event player, they did, you know, kind of build him to compete against Roman Reigns, and that never happened. I don't know what happened, whatever happened to that match between him and Roman. No idea. I think Drew McIntyre got in the way, but we'll see what happens from there. 
Yeah, man, that was that was a mouthful. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not that interested in seeing what more Carrying Cross can do. <laughs> I'm just be keeping it honest with you, Chef. Do you feel the same sentiment? Or are you excited about a Carrying Cross? And you are you interested in seeing what more Carrying Cross and his wife Scarlett can do? <sighs> I rather see Carrying <laughs> Cross than his wife. He's a little manservant. I don't I don't like her at all. She's she be making all them faces, man. Them faces be getting. Yeah. Ah. Wow, what's wrong with this chick, man? <laughs> she remind me of Prince. Yeah, I'm like, why she making all them faces? <laughs> <laughs> like, I be looking like, what is wrong with this lady? I, I, I would love to see Karrion Cross by himself. I mean, he, I think he'll get more pop by himself instead of instead of with his wife. No, man, they tried that. Remember. They tried it. It didn't work. They threw him into a whole gladiator, three hundred suit, Spartan suit, and it, it failed horribly. That was Vince. <laughs> that was Vince. But I think Triple H could put him on a new path. I don't know, man. Uh, he could have got. If, I mean, if he was good enough, he could have got that character over. What he was wearing was horrible. But I mean, we got the Viking Raiders right now. So to be honest with you, it could have worked if he. Would have made it work, but just it's just him, man. It's he got a sagginess about him that I quit. <laughs> That's my favorite word. He got a sagginess about him that I don't quite like. You can't do nothing with one gladiator. What is one gladiator, man? I was like, what? No. It, it, oh, it was like a couple, like a, a faction with like two to three of them. I can dig it. But one, dumb as hell. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm. I'm not like I said. I want to. I think I want. I'll. I'll give Carrying Cross the benefit of the doubt. I'm not really interested in seeing too much of him on my screen every Friday. But you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, but I thought SmackDown was a pretty decent show, man. And the Bloodline segment definitely uh, set it up for for great. It was. A, it was a good. Uh, a C plus. Show. It was it was a pretty decent show. Wasn't a lot of wrestling, but uh it was some great matches that were on the show. Uh just you know, a lot more storyline than anything. Let's shoot over to Raw, man. Uh we had a couple things happen and we just alluded to it a few minutes ago. Uh Sami Zayn and he came out to the ring and he called out Cody Brooks. Did you guys get a chance to check that out? I did not. I, I'm, I'm totally fine. <laughs> Man, it, it is okay. Listen, Sammy Zayn came out. Uh, Cody did the whole fireworks, the whole entrance and everything. <laughs> it came out uh, and he was like, Sammy, what do you want to talk about? Sammy Zayn said, well, you know, you had mentioned my name and said that I can possibly beat Roman Did you? Did you believe that? He was like, yeah, I kind of believe it, but it doesn't matter what I believe. It all depends on what you believe. <laughs> and he gave this very uh, rah-rah speech that really emboldened Sami Zayn to make Sami Zayn believe, actually believe he can beat Roman Reigns. Then they kind of alluded that it might be Sami Zayn versus Cody Rhodes. When they said that, the fans popped. 
I'm interested in seeing Sami Zayn versus Cody Rhodes. I think that would be actually a, a better fight than Cody versus Roman because I know Cody versus Roman would be slow and dra- dragged out. You know, uh, Sami Zayn versus Cody. I think that can be a really, really, really great match. Um, but I like to see that interaction between Sami and Cody, man. And you can see that Sami Zayn is at a place where he doesn't. He's not sure of himself. He's sure of his abilities. He know he can go in the ring. He know he can wrestle. Can he out-wrestle Roman Reigns? Yes. Sami Zayn, to me, is a better in-ring wrestler than Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns' character and his star power is far beyond anybody else in wrestling, period. Right now. So... Sami Zayn has nuclear heat. Um, uh, not heat, but he has nuclear, I guess, uh, propulsion, man, to, to the top of the ranks. Cody Rhodes is the same way. Uh, but they're not on Roman Reigns' level. Do you guys actually believe that either Sami Zayn or Cody Rhodes can beat Roman Reigns? And if that's the case, who would you rather see finish the story? Let me go, Mr. Everything. Uh, man, I don't, I truly don't know. Because these, these are all first-time matchups. You know, Sammy and Roman, very first time. Cody and Roman, very first time. Cody and Sammy, very first time. I don't think they've ever competed against each other in any platform of wrestling anywhere. <clears throat> I wanted to be Sammy. I really do because Cody has always been a main event player. He's always been a main carter. He's always been the guy wherever he went. Sami Zayn as well. However, Sami Zayn has never gotten an opportunity at the highest level on the big stage. Cody as well has never had the big main event WrestleMania moment. However, he's had WrestleMania moments. Sami Zayn hasn't. I can't tell you if Sami Zayn has ever been on a WrestleMania card. Ever. Hold on. Hold on. I got to stop you right there because I've been saying in the praises of Sami Zayn versus Johnny Johnny Knoxville and y'all looked at me like I was crazy. But Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville is probably one of the most memorable WrestleMania matches in WrestleMania history. I'm going to say that and I'm going to leave that right there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know that was a great match, sir. You can look at me all evil if you want to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know it's true. That match was absolutely, it was hilarious. It was, was, was hilarious. That, was that on the main show or was that on the pre-show? That was on the main show. That was on it the main count. show of WrestleMania. It, it, don't, it don't count. It don't count, okay? Sammy needs a real WrestleMania moment. Okay, they had they had Hornswoggle come out and interfere. No, no, oh, oh no, no, it was little 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 wee, wee man, man or whatever his name. Yeah, yeah. It don't count. It don't count. Okay, that was a a, a gimmick on um, to get over a new TV movie movie TV show, whatever it was. It was a it little jackass five, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah all of them. So, <laughs> Sami Zayn needs a real WrestleMania moment. And if he gets that, 
his 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 bank is going to go through the roof. It's, it's there now. You know what I'm saying? All they got to do is pull the trigger. It's already there. Just let the man have it. It's coffee mania all over again. Legit. Yeah. It's coffee mania all over again. It does have coffee mania vibes. Uh, if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, there was a time period where Kofi Kingston, uh, longtime uh, tag team champion in WWE, uh, uni- uh, United States champion, uh, Intercontinental champion Kofi, he finally got his shot at the big title, man. And uh, he faced Daniel Bryan, one of the best wrestlers in the world, uh, or Bryan Danielson, as he's known now. And it was an absolute great match. It meant a lot for a lot of people. At that time, there weren't a lot of black champions. Uh, Kofi Kingston uh, checked checked off the box for that, and he inspired everybody. And so this kind of had the same kind of vibes where uh, Sami Zayn has the opportunity to come become the ultimate underdog. If Sami if Sammy pulls off the defeat, on Roman Reigns, he will become the ultimate underdog. And to be honest with you, I would rather see the ending of the Bloodline storyline with Sami Zayn beating Roman Reigns with the title than Cody Rhodes beating Roman Reigns with the title, even though I know Cody Rhodes would probably be a better choice for a champion to be able to carry the company. I know Sami Zayn has the ability to do it also, but Cody Rhodes is a legit all around he's walking money man <laughs> you know what i'm saying he is a walking investment so if i had to put my money on something uh i would i would put my money on cody rose versus roman reigns but if i'm living all heart if i want a great storyline to end if you want a feel-good moment for the ages then you let Sami Zayn win that belt and have his and, and create a whole nother Kofi mania, Kofi moment. Because if to be honest with you, Drew McIntyre winning that belt in 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 Carter would have been huge because that crowd was so hot. Mm-hmm. This this has the same implications with Sami Zayn in Montreal. Oh, is it Montreal? It's where it's at. Yeah, I believe Montreal. it's in Montreal, Canada. Yeah. So if Sami Zayn wins, they will riot. <laughs> they will riot. Man, listen. And and let's not forget, Sami Zayn will be the first, first Syrian champion for WWE. Wow. Uh, that's a lot of political implications also. Uh, yes, with that, you yes, know what I'm saying? Is. So... You know, how long would you let Sami Zayn become champion? Because you know that would kind of interfere with some of your business dealings. Uh, <laughs> you know, it would be some conflict there with Sami Zayn being Syrian and then uh, the uh, WWE having dealings with uh, Saudi Arabia and, and some other countries. And you know what I'm saying? So, whew. Man, I want to see Sammy pull it off, man. To be honest with you, I would love to see. I would, I would love to see Sammy pull that with that win off, man. Let me go ahead and, uh, and switch channels real quick, man. We had Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar in the contract signing. 
you know, anytime a contract signing happens, you already know what's going to happen. Somebody's going to flip over a table. Somebody's going to start fighting. Um, this was interesting because Brock Lesnar was in the ring. Uh, he had he had a really good feel good moment where he put one of his he put his hat his cowboy hat on a on a child fan. It was a beautiful moment, and then he snatched the hat away like the heel that he is. It was a great moment. Uh, but he got into the ring with Adam Pierce. Uh, he held a contract, and he said, "Bobby, get your ass out here, son. This contract." Bobby Lashley music hit. You have a bunch of security guards come down to the ring. They set up a table. They line up the aisles, and then Bobby Lashley comes in with a great suit. By the way, I like I like Bobby's suit game, man. I don't know who's dressing him, man. Who is the stylist? But he came out looking fly. Uh, and then he sat there. He was like, "Look, bro, we're not going to do this on your terms. We're going to do this on my terms." And he was like, what are you talking about? Get your ass in this ring, or I'm going to come down there. Uh, Brock Lesnar proceeded to go down there, and he beat every, excuse me, at least a good six of the security guards, not the the cold out. You know what I'm saying? And then ran towards Bobby. Bobby picked him up, slammed him on his back, uh, and then hit him with a spear. It was a great show of power by Bobby Lashley. Chef, how do you feel about Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar? Are you excited to see that match? Uh, I think it's, you know, this is the third or fourth meeting that we had from Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. And we told we talked about it being a series and how we wanted the series to go and how we wanted to end. What do you think about Bobby versus Brock? And are you excited to see that matchup? Again. See the matchup. I'm very much excited. I don't know. Yeah. It's it been a, a hard time. Right, make a You're kind of breaking up a little bit. You're kind of breaking up a little bit, but I'm going to take it that you, that you want to see it. <laughs> you were breaking, yeah, you were breaking up a little bit, but I'm thinking that you're excited to see it. <laughs> All right, let, let me get you my Mr. <laughs> Everything. Go ahead, go ahead, Chef. Go ahead, Chef. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Now, I said I'm excited to see the match because lately they've been making Bobby Lassie look like a simp compared to Brock Lesnar. And we know that is not the case, you know? So this match is going to be a hard hitting match. So, like, somebody going to bleed badly in this match. This next match. Yeah, I think this is appropriate to see a little bit of blood. Uh, Mr. Everything, are you excited to see the Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar fight? Only if they do it MMA style. If they're going to have a regular, smuggler wrestling match, I'm not excited because you, you already know what you're going to see. Suplex after suplex after suplex from both of them. Until one of them gets tired, and it's either going to be Spear or it's going to be F5. You're going to see them going through a tape. I'm tired of seeing the same thing. Especially with these two competitors, with the background they have, let it be an MMA-style fight. That's what's going to sell it. That's what people are looking for. Everyone keeps telling them, oh, we want to see blood. But they did it with uh, Brock Lesnar and, and, and Randy Orton. SummerSlam. Why not these two? And Randy Orton is not an MMA fighter. But he took that thing 
loud and proud. He took that elbow like a champ. Let Bobby Lashley get in there and fight. Let's see what 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 will really happen. And you got you got to think about it. UFC and Bellator. We've never really seen two, you know, saying the two mesh together. And then we have them on a WWE stage. That's three different styles of fighting coming together on one stage. Let's make it happen. Yeah, I, I would love to see it. Uh, I would love to see it like that, man. Um, I want to see them go at it. Two big bulls. I want to see a defender to finish. I don't want to see no 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 crappy finish or no easy roll up. I want somebody to get laid out one, two, three, and and make it definitive, man. Um, I know that they do that to kind of prolong the storyline, and they kind of did it a couple of times to get to this point right now. And I think ultimately it might be at WrestleMania, but I'm excited to see it, man. Anytime you got Bobby and Brock in the same ring together, man, it's going to be explosive. And I know we're going to see the same two, three moves, uh, but I think it's going to be a, a knockdown, drag out fight. Fellas, let's go over to the women on uh, Monday Night Raw. We had Bailey and Becky trying to weasel their way into the Elimination Chamber women's match so that they can get a shot at Bianca Belair. Uh, Bianca Belair came down to the ring and faced both of them. Uh, Adam Pearce pretty much just said, oh, yeah, we're going to have this match. And if Bianca Belair wins, then Becky and Bailey cannot enter into the Elimination Chamber match. Bianca whooped both days. <laughs> Both their ass were class. She, she, she beat both of them, so they will not be in the Elimination Chamber. I do not know where the road for WrestleMania leads for Bailey and Becky. Probably a match against each other. That's kind of how I see it going. But with the women in the Elimination Chamber match, who do you want to come out on top and face Bianca Belair at WrestleMania? Um, I think I'm putting my money on Raquel Rodriguez. Of course, you got Liv Morgan in this match. Um, you also have some other women. Chef, who are you excited to see win Elimination Chamber to face Bianca Belair? To be honest, I want the the new old Oscar to win it. I can, I would love to see that. Yeah, man, Oscar had a very dominant showing on Monday Night Raw where there was a uh, three-on-three SmackDown versus Raw women's match. And it showed at the end of the match, Oscar attacked her own teammates as well as the other women, and she kicked everybody in the face. <laughs> and then she won the match, got the one-two-three, and stood in the middle of the ring strong, and nobody touched Oscar. I kind of see Oscar versus Bianca, that looks good. Raquel versus Bianca, I think that would be an amazing match. Um, I don't want to see Liv versus Bianca. Liv is really not a threat to Bianca um, in that match. So, I, And then you have uh, the boat, Natalia in that match also. I don't think she's going to do much. Uh, I think it's kind of over for Natalia, man. So I, I think I would rather see either Oscar versus Bianca Belair or 
Raquel Rodriguez versus Bianca Belair. Mr. Everything, who would you want to see face Bianca? Well, it only makes sense for it to be Oscar, in, in my opinion. Um, if you do her and Raquel Rod Rodriguez, or whatever her name is now, um, it, how long will it take until it gets boring? Because you have the, the strength, you know, one strong woman versus the other strong woman, you know, the size. How long until it gets boring? I mean, I know Bianca has her flexibility, her gymnastic skills, her flips and everything like that, but everybody's going to expect it to be a strength, a battle of who's, who's stronger than the other. Um, so if you put Oscar in it, you have the two classic styles that match together. Uh, Oscar's you know, speed and agility, Bianca's speed and agility, but Bianca's strength. And then uh, Oscar's uh, mysterious mysteriousness on how she actually can come out with the wind, with the mist, or whatever. So, yeah, let's do Oscar and Bianca. Sorry, Rico. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that sounds good to me. Listen, I think Oscar versus Bianca would be a great match. I think Oscar would really put Bianca to the test. Also, Raquel. Y'all sleeping on Raquel, man. Raquel would really push her to her limits. I think even still today, one of Raquel's best matches was her versus Ronda Rousey because she dragged Ronda ass all around that ring. And she, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Raquel looks strong. I like heel Raquel versus babyface Raquel. And if they did start doing heel Raquel, I think that she would be a real threat to Bianca. Now, you know, if you do babyface versus babyface, uh, at WrestleMania, I mean that would be interesting, but it would be a friendly competition. And I, like I said, I think with that one, Bianca would come out on top because Bianca, if people sleeping on Bianca. Bianca is in God mode too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she is. She is dominating the women on Raw. You know, you know the, what, what the women are legitimately scared of, of <laughs> Bianca in the ring and her strength. Go ahead. You know what happens though, and I've I've seen it so much with the WWE Universe, is when you get into a certain level where you're dominating everybody, the fans become stale on you and they turn you. Mm. They turn on you. And then you're going to end up having a Hill Bianca. Now, what does that look like? Hill Bianca versus Face Raquel? Hill Bianca versus Tweeter Oscar? You know, what does that look like? That mm -hmm. right there will that, that, that Monday after all, or no, this is Elimination Champ, right? But they're, they're leading up to the WrestleMania. That Monday after WrestleMania is going to tell a big story and whoever is the women's champion at that night. Right. You are absolutely correct. Um, I like the way that they're doing the women's division and I like this little shakeup uh, we talked about we wanted to see more women on the show. I still think that some NXT call-ups, man, would be really good on the show. Um, I got my eye on Zoe Stark. She's really good. Also, Nikita Lyon. We talked about Nikita Lyon a lot. She is. She's really good. Uh, Roxanne Perez. I like Roxanne, even though she's very tiny. But I like Roxanne uh, Perez, man, and, and what she's doing in the ring. Um, and then Stole Ruka. I got my eyes on Sora Ruka too. She is really, really good, man. And that that uh 
that middle rope flipping cutter that she does. I, I guess that's mm -hmm. what you call it. <laughs> call it a soul mm -hmm. snatcher. It's a thing of beauty. So I can't wait to uh, she starts developing a little bit and, and possibly come on the main roster. But right now, I think that Raw and SmackDown both have uh, a huge, talented locker room. And we we talked about it a little bit earlier with Kerry and Cross said, you do have a two-hour show in a SmackDown. So you either shine and step up or you step, or you get stepped on or you, your ass just stay in catering. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... You know, I want to see some more people step up, especially in the women's division, and uh, and really make some interesting matches coming this year. Uh, Mister Everything, there's been a lot of matches that happened this week, uh, and you know we got to come to you, sir. You're the resident wrestler of the group, and we got to ask you, what was your match of the week? All right, so like I said before, but I'm sure we have some new viewers coming in, uh, coming in late. Why y'all late? <laughs> uh, I have to give it to uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Usos. It was a, definitely a feel-good moment. Uh, it was definitely a, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I really, it's, I really wanted it to be Braun and Ricochet against Jimmy by himself. And then Jay come in for the sake. That mm. would have been a big pop moment. That, but that would have gave more controversy between Jimmy and Jay. And that's something that we don't need. We need the attention on Jay and Roman. So, right. uh, yeah, those four men give have been given the best damn wrestling match of the week. Yeah, man, like I said, man, that match was absolutely amazing. I loved every moment of it. Uh it was it was great storytelling, man. That's the that's the best way to kind of say it, man. It was great storytelling. Um it, and even to the end of that night, man, it, it still kind of carried over. So I want to see more uh from the Usos. I think, you know, they in their bag right now, as as the young folks say. <laughs> they in their bag, man. <laughs> I don't see uh, any any tag teams kind of taking it off of them right now. They they're really strong, so you know they have they just have a communication and and a, a flow man that is that second to and it's it's very hard to get that kind of uh, in sync with your partner and uh, they're very in sync man and being twins I think they really think uh, like a lot of the times even though you see the differences in between the two characters now because they used to be. Uh, which brother are you? And now we're obviously we know who's Jimmy and who's Jay. And I think that the bloodline storyline did a great job of really separating them and making them individuals. And you can see the differences between the between the two twins and see who is who. Because before then, I didn't know who was who. Or I didn't know who had personality and who didn't. So this whole bloodline storyline really brought them out as characters. And now you see how Jimmy is. He's fun-loving. He's easy to get around with, but he can get down to business. And then Jay is no-nonsense main event Jay also. You know what I mean? So uh, I love seeing them brothers. And, you know, like I said, I mean, it's going to be hard to try to pick somebody who's going to take the belts and dethrone the Usos right now because uh, they're a very strong team, man. Well, it's a couple of things that I want to acknowledge real quick. Uh, one... 
being uh, our resident chef, Showtime, had a birthday yesterday on the 14th Valentine's Day. Hey. You know what I'm saying? For the so I want to tell Chef Showtime, happy birthday, Chef. <laughs> man. man, what you do for your birthday, brother? Oh, man. Just relax and get up and relaxing. <laughs> Just relax and sleep. That's all I did. <laughs> Rest and relaxation. You know what I'm saying? That's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, happy birthday, Chef, from everybody at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast and all the Best Damn Nation. Uh, we wish you many more my brother uh also man i gotta give another acknowledgement my son's birthday uh is on the 19th man so happy birthday son trent latimer uh renegade junior you know (laughs) (laughs) renegade junior oh man uh fellas let's go and talk about super bowl real quick uh i know uh we, we try to cover entertainment uh but your boy patrick Mahomes man pulled out the win. Uh and you have new Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh they did their thing at Super Bowl and uh, you know, Pat Mahomes out here celebrating, you know what I'm saying? Got the trophy and whatnot. Uh and uh, of course you see a WWE that he's uh a Don the boys out here. Supporting the brand, man, WWE, and it was great to see uh, that game. It was an absolutely amazing game. Fellas, did you get a chance to check out the Super Bowl? Chef, you were front row and center, man, so I know you've seen the whole thing and all the craziness. Uh, we're going to come to you in a minute. But, Mr. Everything, did you get a chance to check out Super Bowl? I know you're not a big football fan, but at least you checked out the commercials. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I was in a room <laughs> watching TikTok. <laughs> I need to go oh, man. That's what I was doing. Watching TikTok. Watching well, TikTok, yeah. Well, what are they saying? What, what good is you? What good is you? <laughs> hey, man. Look, only, only, look, and, and, and the beauty about TikTok is whatever I did watch on the Super Bowl, ended up on TikTok anyway. So, I didn't have to watch the Super Bowl. It ended up on TikTok. <laughs> so, I think the funniest commercial that happened was the, and the most talked about one, is the Tubi commercial. Where they, they made it seem like you was watching the game and then they interrupted somebody interrupted the game or changed the station and everybody thought that their dad or somebody was sitting on a remote. And I was sitting there thinking like, dang, how great would that have been if they went to the movie I was in? That would have been some advertising right there. Yeah, yeah, would have been. Would have been some good advertising, man. Uh, I for sure thought I was sitting on a remote. I was looking around. I was like, hey, what the hell? I was like, I didn't turn the tubi. I don't come here and turn the tubi right now. But uh, that was a great commercial, man. I also saw some other commercials that were pretty good. The uh, Ben Affleck and, and Jennifer Hudson. I'm, I'll say Jennifer Hudson. Lord, please forgive me. The Jennifer Lopez <laughs> commercial. Uh, the Duncan, Duncan, uh, the Duncan commercial. Man. Yeah, Duncan Dunn's commercial was uh, really funny, man. It was, it was really good, man. Uh, I enjoyed the Super Bowl. I, the game was a great game, man. Um, and then the halftime show with Rihanna was was great too. Uh, I didn't know what to think about all her, back, her, her background 
That's they kind of look like minions, like white minions. Like they, you know what they, were, they were sperm. They were sperm? <laughs> okay. I thought it was there was minions or sperm. I didn't want to go I didn't want to go dark like that, you know what I'm saying? That's, uh we, we tried exactly to be a family show. <laughs> Man, I can't, I can't, I can't not see it now. So now every time I look at that, I'm just going to think about sperm just floating around her. Uh, <laughs> you know, oh, man. yeah, you got a point, man. Um, but the performance was, was great, man. Um, I think people expected her to do a lot more dancing and moving and stuff like that. Rihanna was never a huge dancer to begin with. Uh, she always did her little moves, one or two steps. You don't really remember Rihanna for, for dancing, but she did a great show, man. It had a lot of attitude, had a lot of funk and flair. Uh, the fans enjoyed it. Man, I'm in Phoenix. I can see the fireworks in my crib, man. It was, it was loud. It was lighting up. And the city was on fire, man. It was a lot of celebrities out, a lot of people doing stuff, a lot of events, man. Godfrey Airy was out. He had a uh, a big food festival across the street. Uh, it was a couple more festivals and concerts, and man, it was it was a it was a, a great football Super Bowl weekend for Phoenix. I think it was a win for the city, and they uh they got a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a lot of money in the city, but. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, Chef. From from a bird's eye view, man, did you enjoy uh, the Rihanna halftime show? Yeah, no, no, no. I ain't gonna lie, no, no. I didn't even want Rihanna to perform, no, no. But for reason, she had all them dancers is because she's pregnant and she can't dance. So she had everybody else is doing all them dance moves while she just stand there trying to catch her breath. The three or four little steps, <laughs> like yeah, it was <laughs> it was crazy. She walked back because because she asked me from where I was standing at where to get back on field. Like oh yeah, that girl pregnant as hell. Like oh yeah, ASAP. <laughs> I knew, I, I knew when she did that first belly roll that she was pregnant. I was like, oh, man, Rihanna was in. She had a, she had a sandwich before she came on stage. <laughs> she had a whole $5 foot long before she got on stage. But she was pregnant, so I guess it made sense. <laughs> I guess it made sense. Um, but I enjoyed the show, man. As far as Super Bowl shows, halftime shows rank, um, I think that, that, was a, that, was a, that was a really good show. It was a good show. I won't put it in top ten, but it's it's probably top twenty. No, you wouldn't put it in top twenty, man. You know, no. Hey, man, they 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 shot enough fireworks out to light the sky, bro. It was, <laughs> they put an artificial sun in the sky with all them fireworks for Rihanna. Was she? It shot bright like a diamond. I couldn't go to sleep that night. It was so bright. But yeah, see, uh. <laughs> I, I thought it was a good show. I mean, top 20, yeah, maybe. You know, I thought she missed the ball. I think she could have brought some people out on stage with her. Uh, but if to be honest with you, if I'm doing the show of the Immortals and I get to showcase my whole catalog, I don't think I want no Otis is on stage with me either. <laughs> Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. They came to see me. You know? <laughs> they came to see me. So I feel Rihanna. She, she did her whole show. By herself, you know what I'm saying, and her, her thousands of sperm dancers, as uh, Mr. Everything said, they were sperm, thousands of sperm dancers floating around. 
but man, I, I'm excited. And I think the Super Bowl next year is in Vegas, right? Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be, I'll be working it's gonna be, gonna be pretty interesting, pretty interesting, man. Oh man. Fellas, it has been a great show, man. Uh Mr. Everything, let the beautiful people know what you got going on and where can they find you. Uh, so this Sunday, I will be in Chucky, Tennessee for the School of Morton, uh, owned by Ricky Morton, Rock and Roll Express, part of WWE Hall of Famer. I have a show out there this Sunday, uh, starting uh, in March. The first show I have is March 4th. It's going to be in Gloucester, Virginia for Mid-Atlantic Territory Wrestling. Uh, I have a lot of shows going on with them starting in March. Um, some other places going on. So I'm going to be all over the place. You, you guys already know. Follow the IG. Follow the TikTok. That way you guys can stand and know and know exactly where I'm going to be. Because I might be in a city near you. And you want to see Mr. Everything do everything that he said that he can do. <laughs> so let me see you there. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if you want to check out Mr. Everything's schedule, man, uh, he's going to post some stuff for you guys to come and check out for uh, for the future of what he's doing. So go check out the Best Damn Nations page, or you can check out the group, or you can check out his TikTok Join Mr. Everything and see what he got going on. <laughs> Chef Showtime, what you got going on and where can the people find you? Uh, right now, <clears throat> I have nothing going on, but you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Snapchat as Dante Carter or Chef Showtime. Yeah, on every platform. That's where you can find me on. Or you can find me on Dante's Kitchen. Or the best damn best damn page. That's that's where I'll be at. All right. And uh if you yeah. guys want to check out some recipes from Chef Showtime, you can join our pages, man, and see what some recipes uh Chef got for you. You know what I'm saying? You got Chef, quick question. Chef, you you, you have something for us? A recipe? Not too sweet, because I've been uh, getting catered to. <laughs> <laughs> chef being catered to, so you got what? What you eat, Chef? Oh man, them They made me some some scratch chicken alfredo with broccoli, and one day I had T bone steak, eggs, potatoes. Yeah, I've been eating everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eat like a king. Sound, sound, sound mighty gassy. Oh, <laughs> well, all that right there. Give me ass some reflux. I got to pop a tub or two. <laughs> you know, got to pop a tub or two before I eat some of that. Oh, man. But well, that sounds uh, great, man. But Chef going to have – you got us next week, right, Chef? Next week. All right, cool. What you got uh, for Hey man, you, you know what? Sir, I, I think a, a good a good order. Make a good order. 
I can do some hors d'oeuvres. You know what I'm saying? Some hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> All right, let's do some hors d'oeuvres. You know what I'm saying? I can't spell Go it, but I can say it. Hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> I can't spell it. I'll use, but you look at the word hors d'oeuvres, but it'll throw you off. <laughs> like, I'll <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You ever, you, ever <laughs> you ever had a brain fault where you just forgot how to spell a, a, a simple word? I forgot how to spell like one time. I was like, like. L-I-C-K. Like. Hold on. That ain't right. That's lick. Like. <laughs> I, I, I gonna, don't tell nobody. I forgot how to spell of one time. Of. U-V. It's a V in there somewhere. Of. <laughs> oh, I was struggling, boy. I was struggling. Uh, but beautiful people. Uh, I am Brian Renegade. If you want to follow me, you can check me out on all platforms at Brian Renegade and see what I got going on. And if you want to follow this show, you can follow our Instagram at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can follow our Facebook group at the Best Damn Wrestling Nation. You can follow our Facebook page at the BD Wrestling Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Best Damn Crew. You can follow our Twitch at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And you can follow our TikTok at Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to support the show, you go to our Patreon, www. Patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast. For as long as five dollars. Five dollars. Five times, five times, five times. You can support your boys. You know what I'm saying? You can go to McDonald's and get you a drink, a burger, and a toy for five dollars, and you can support the best damn wrestling podcast for five dollars. Make a donation to the boys and help us grow. Visit our Patreon. We got all kind of Goodies, we got cups, we got shirts, we got hoodies, we got everything that you need at our Patreon. Fellas, man, as I said, it's been a great show. Let's leave the beautiful people with a message. Let me go over to Chef. Chef, do you have a word of advice in the final word? For the beautiful people. Uh, you can't help nobody if you can't help yourself. Amen to that. Absolutely. Can't help nobody until you help yourself. That's good. That's good. That's good advice right there. Because uh, if you can't help yourself, then you ain't good to nobody. You know what I mean? I dig that, Chef. That's a good word for the beautiful people. Mr. Everything, can we get an everything quote for the beautiful people? Uh, yes. Um, If you see an alien spaceship, don't shoot at it. Why Why? <laughs> why would you shoot at it? You don't even know what it is. You don't even know what it can do. Don't, don't. I'm like Kevin Hart. Why, why, why would you when they threw the pen at the ostrich, why, why would you do that? No, we don't even know what it is. No, stop shooting that stuff. Stop. Okay, just sit down. You, you see it? Wave, give them directions, and then go about your business. That's what you do. Mm. 
Yeah, uh, it's kind of scary, man. It's all kind of stuff flying around with the balloons, and they shot the balloon down right over the coast of uh, Carolina, didn't they? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh, in, in South Carolina, then they shot some UFAs and UFPs and LMNPs and one, two, threes in Montana, Canada, Alaska, um, and somewhere else. So there's a lot going on in the world. Uh, No, on serious note, get your families together, get your houses in order. You just never know what's going to happen, what's going on. Um, There's a lot of stuff going on with these natural disasters, with these uh, hurricanes and these tsunamis and these cyclones, and then you got trains derailing with all these kind of chemicals. Um, so, you know, love each other, pull each other, pull each other together, and uh, watch each other's back. Watch your six. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good word, man. I was I was kind of leaning towards the same thing because you're right. It is just a lot of stuff going on, man. Uh, it's kind of scary times, man. Uh, I would kind of you know echo the same sentiment, man. Uh, keep those who you love close to you. Uh, you know, it's 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 a crazy world out here. Anything can happen, uh, but you want to be prepared, man. Um, and also, your mental health matters. You know what I mean? So, um, if you need somebody to talk to, if you are going through some things, please reach out. Uh, do not be afraid to ask for help. Do not be afraid uh, to speak your truth to people, especially if it's going to help you. Um, there's a lot of young kids out here, man, that, you know, it's a different time, fellas. You know, a lot of young kids out here, you know, uh, considering suicide and they're going through, you know, deep depression, and anxiety pro- problems and stuff like that. Um and so a lot of people don't know how to deal with it, especially after COVID. So if you need help, if you need to talk to somebody, if you're going through something, then just find a, a friendly face and and somebody who, who can listen to you and then try to find somebody who can give you advice. Good advice. You know what I'm saying? Don't just take advice from anybody. <laughs> some, people, some people some people will mess you up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but if you find a good, good, trustworthy person that you trust and uh, that's willing to listen to you, man, just seek advice, get some life advice, uh, and and hey, just man. stay strong. You know what I'm just stay strong. I think I'm gonna leave y'all with that. Let that breathe. Beautiful people, best damn nation. Thank you for watching us and thank you for listening to us in Radio Land. We will see you next week on the next best damn wrestling podcast. Fellas, it's always great to see you. See you guys next week. Beautiful people, we bid you adieu.